Livingston, you're out on tour planning to stop in Cincinnati on Wednesday, December 4th at the 20th Century Theater. What's this tour all about? I love to be on the road. I love making music. It's who I am. It's what I do. Uh, I find being on the road a continual adventure. This is a song I'm not going to do, but when Willie Nelson sings On the Road Again, the life I love is making music with my friends, it's very compelling. And he accurately sums up the enthusiasm of being on the road, going to places both familiar and never before seen. Very pleasant. Yeah, I read an interview with you where you said that you love being on stage and that you and your brothers never saw a stage that you didn't want to perform on. Yes, that is certainly the case for both James and I. We love to play, but more importantly, we really love being in the presence of our audience and watching our music intertwine and interact with an audience. It's a really wonderful experience. Is this a solo show or are you bringing a band? I will be playing with a young woman by the name of Rebecca Lodi. And she and I will do a few things together, and she'll be opening the show. And, you know, she's young, and she's terrific, and she represents the future. And uh, one could argue I represent the best of what has been. She represents a unlimited and very encouraging future. Well, earlier this year, you posted sort of a career retrospective, the best of, do you say the best of live or the best of live? Well, it would be an interesting question. I don't know, but I did assemble, having been on the road for 50 years, I assembled recordings. I made a five-record set of recordings from those 50 years of touring. From 1969 to 2019. How do you begin to sort and choose? If it bemuses me, it's in. So it's hardly a, a sophisticated process. But the other thing is that I have people also choosing who have known me for all that time. My wife, my manager. Uh, So everybody got their two cents. Any surprises that things that they picked that you would have never dreamed you put up on the set? Well, there were lots of things that I had completely forgotten that I did. There were songs that I had forgotten writing. And songs that I used to do that I don't do anymore. And it was really fun. So yeah, those were nice surprises. The other surprise to me is that I was really surprised what a good guitar player I was at the uh, age of 18. I'm a good guitar player now, but one would expect that given the fact that I've been uh, doing it for all these decades. But it really surprised me the quality of my guitar playing and my songwriting in those very earliest days. That was another thing that impressed me in the interview I read with you, where you said you got to have your instrumental chops together if you're going out there. I say this to my students all the time. I teach at the Berklee College of Music. And I say to my students, listen, you need to be instrumentally intact. And that means you need to be able to play a guitar or a piano and or a piano. And you need to be able to play them well because you need to be able to explore musical parameters. And if you can't do it, you're going to have to hire somebody to do it. In the early career, it does not have enough money to hire anybody of <laughs> uh, competence. So yeah. you really need to be able to play. And when you think about people like Jackson Brown, 
or my brother James or Bonnie Raitt or Joni Mitchell or any of these people who have been singer-songwriters with great careers, Billy Joel, George Gershwin, these guys are monster players. Bob Dylan is a monster guitar player. Yeah, work on your instrument. (laughs) And then while you're waiting, you know, you think about somebody like Glenn Campbell, who before (laughs) he emerged, Glenn Campbell was a studio player. And he was backing up others. And then the stars aligned and he got his shot. Or how about Aretha's piano playing? (laughs) Oh, forget about it. I say this to my students all the time. Look up Aretha. I ask them, does Aretha Franklin play the piano? And they either say no, or I don't know, or maybe a little. And then you just throw on a YouTube of Aretha just spanking a keyboard. (laughs) And you realize, of course, she's a great player. Cheryl King, a great player. My guest is singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, and Professor Livingston Taylor, who is due for a stop in Cincinnati at the 20th Century Theater on Wednesday, December the 4th. When you're not making music, you spend some time flying an airplane and tinkering around the house, I understand. Yeah, I'm a pilot, and yeah, I have an airplane. I like to fly a lot. And uh, what else do I do? I do lots of things. (laughs) Lots of things interest me. I'm curious about a lot. I've been on a real atomic physics, nuclear physics kick for the past couple of years, and that's been very enjoyable. Just curious whether the energy density of a uranium fission reactor makes sense to boil water as opposed to using coal, as opposed to solar and wind. And so learning about those things has been really, really fun. Uh, By the way, sometimes I'll show up to class early, and I have a pre-class physics class, (laughs) and we talk about uh, the latent energy of evaporated water. We talk about the crystalline structure of metal. Yeah, we talk nuclear physics and Yeah, some of my students show up a little early for this. Mainly they don't. (laughs) (laughs) What are we going to hear at the 20th Century, Livingston? It's a good question. I have no conceivable idea. (laughs) I show up at this point in my life and in my career with an entire suitcase full of ideas and Mm -hmm. songs that I've crafted and pieced together, and I get to pull them out one at a time. And I'll be playing one song, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to segue into this one really well. So the shows themselves are rather made up, but the pieces of the show, meaning the songs themselves, are all meticulously crafted and assembled and polished and buffed and nuanced and all of the things that a lifetime of making music allows you to do. So the actual songs are very, very thought through and crafted and how they're assembled as a result of the solidness of the underlying music, how they go together and the patter in between becomes relaxed and soothing and appropriate to the moment. Livingston Taylor will unlock his musical treasure chest Wednesday, the 4th of December at the 20th Century Theater in Oakley. Professor, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, Elaine, it's so great of you to speak with me, and uh, 
I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. You betcha. For a link to Livingston Taylor's music and information on the show, visit our website, wvxu.org. I'm Elaine Deal.